So you remember a couple weeks ago, this is way off subject, I'm sorry, when Chase was like, let's get into Airsoft. Oh, yeah? I was thinking, instead of getting into Airsoft, we should all just get into playing Elite Dangerous all the time, forever, <laughs> because no one plays with me, and I have a ship that can have a crew, and I don't have a crew. I'm gonna, I, I have to play it again before I play with someone else. I don't know who that is. It's a space sim. I'll show you when we're done. Driving or flying looks in dope. three dimensions is, takes a little bit to get oh, used so to. Fun. Um, it's like riding a bike, man. You fall I, back into I it. had bought the uh, the expansion where you can land on planets. Yeah, I got. I, I did that too. I just. Okay. Did I it. haven't played that at all, though. I hadn't either until I got his graphics card working. Thank you, by the way. Yeah, for sure. Dude, it's a dope graphics card. I wanted to uh, cross link it or whatever, because that, that's what you said. The four eighty X. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the four or eight gigabyte? Eight. Nice. Yeah, that's exactly what I had or have currently. So. Uh, what did you get? Damn. A ten eighty. Jesus. What are you what are you gaming on it? You could have got a car instead. I Dude, I haven't played games in months. <laughs> <laughs> you just got it. Yeah. You like bought a Ferrari and put it in your garage and mm. just closed the garage door. What happened yeah. to the four eighty? They discontinued it really fast and put out the five five sixty, seventy, and eighty. I don't know. I know when it came out it was like it was like the best bang for buck. Bang for your yeah, buck. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why, why I got which it. Which is why I bought it because it wasn't very expensive. I li- well, it's like two hundred bucks. No, it was like two, two seventy. I think is what I got it for. Two seventy. Yeah. So like, it's not, you know, mm-hmm. it's not easy. Three hundred dollars is for something like that is. Yeah. Seth thinks kind of silly, honestly, but yeah. Not <laughs> as you. far as those Other things stuff. go, it's not very expensive. Seth thinks he can fix my seven eighty, and so he's going to try to. So that happens. G GTX. Yeah. Or? Okay. So if that happens, I might take that out and give it to you if you're cool with that, Nate. Yeah. Give it to Chase. And then I could just borrow it. it. If you ever want to like sell it, I'll give it back. But No. I didn't. I just figured like I could go through the process of like selling it on Facebook Marketplace or something. But if I knew somebody that like needed it, then... Well, no, it was a godsend because like I had been... That's really arrogant. It was yeah. a godsend, you know? Like, I feel so blessed. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my mother. So blessed. <laughs> Hashtag blessed life. Um no, I my, mine had just gone out, and it was like, does anybody need a graphics card? And I was like, yes, I do. Mine doesn't work anymore. I mean, I would love to do everything ultimate on Forza 7. I can't do... That'd be cool. I can't do everything on it. I need to get Forza. <sighs> do, okay, so I did a bunch of research on Forza. Forza 4 is everybody's favorite, like like hands down. Really? But which they one, don't sell it anymore. Is you have Horizons? to buy used... No, no, no Horizons. Just like okay. Forza Motorsport 4. Which one do I have? I have oh. Horizons, but I have another one. I think you had five. I think I have three. Seven. <laughs> you ha- do you have seven? I'll have to go look. Are you just saying numbers? He's okay. just saying, saying numbers. numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I mean, Forza so, 7's graphics are the dopest. I didn't even think there was a seven. I just threw out the number. <laughs> that's the one I play. Yeah. But uh, Forza 4, as far as like gameplay, that's everybody's favorite. And the graphics are still pretty good. But you can tell a pretty big difference when you're driving on seven it it feels different than forza four is it like more arcadian and not as simulatory arcade yeah maybe a little bit arcadian but i don't know that's fun i don't have a problem with it really yeah Hmm. honestly like the idea of like playing a car simulator with a controller is kind of silly anyway it's like now this is just hard and it's like it's not even like a steering wheel are you gonna get become one one of those nerds with the full setup (laughs) how do you drive dirt have you ever played dirt Mm -mm. It's pretty sweet, but it's like a rally racing game. It's like Arcadia or Arcade, right? No. It's not. Dude, oh, okay. Dirt is, well, it can't, like, with the most recent one, like, it can be. You can make it a lot easier, but on the old ones, it was like, 
I got I bought like the I bought like the second <laughs> one and it was like impossible. And so I heard Dirt Three, you could like make it easier. And so I bought <laughs> Dirt Three and I was like, Oh yeah, this is much better. <laughs> but like yeah, I was just like and then just sliding off and like running into trees and stuff and like those games are freaking hard. But yeah. people that are like really into simularity type yeah. racing games, like they'll buy the wheel yeah. and they'll get super into it. Yes, please. What are they? I really want to buy those. Thank you. Speaking of the same thing, like they have like mm-hmm. like flight simulator like joysticks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I really want that for Elite. Yeah, that would make it easier. It'd be so fun. It would make it easier. Because I've gotten opinion. really good at like just using the, the mouse and stuff because I have to. But like I want to spend, I <laughs> Mary would murder me. I want to spend like two hundred dollars and just like get a really nice, nice set. Okay, if we start playing together, yes. I was thinking you could be the uh, uh, the trans. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I would be the transporter, and you would be the guard. I can't think of the, the word wing. I'm looking for. The what? The wing. What, whatever like acting as security yes yes yeah. that's exactly that's yeah. what i mean so i think that I'm would down. be pretty interesting bro so. i i wish i could give you a ship like i've been waiting for them to implement that to where you can give money in ships because i could buy like i could buy you a ship right now i have okay. enough money to where i could i'm saving up to buy an anaconda which is like kind of the biggest multi-purpose ship um but i have a viper which is like the probably one of the high end it's not the best but it's one of the high end like assault ships okay and then I have a cobra that I use for like hauling and exploration. And if I could just give you that cobra, I would. Oh yeah, because I have like a, a hybrid. I can't remember. I bought an, another ship. It's like kind of has some guns, but it also has bigger for transportation. Did you, did you buy an adder? I think you bought an adder. My, I, it's been a long time. I can't remember. Thank you. Or was it a cobra? Wow. You might have bought a cobra. I think it might be the cobra. The they just came out with the cobra. The cobra MK4s, and they're amazing. Yeah. They're a little bit more fighty, a little less, a little less exploration. I might, based. I might have to try and get on tonight. Oh my god, just call me. I'll be on. I don't want to because I am going to be terrible. Like, I don't care. We'll put it in a private group and I'll just fly around and keep people from killing okay. you. One more thing before we get started. You can get right? all, uh, I'll do some bounty missions and you can just get the money. Okay. I bought a rifle and I'm excited about it. I want to show everybody. Sweet. Picture. I want to Nice. Hey, don't let me forget to give you that red dot sight. That's that is incomplete. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, I've got it. That's not a gun. That's a bunch of parts. I've got the lower and everything, but it's not, yeah. it's not in the picture. I haven't put it together so yet. So is that going to be... That's rad, man. I'm so excited for you. Barrel caliber. Do what? What's the barrel ca- barrel caliber? 5.56. Five, okay. 5.56. Five, What's your uh, rifling? 1 to 7. Okay. I think that's most... I think that's pretty standard. Yeah. Yeah. Like mil spec. Is it a uh, 15-inch barrel? 16. 16. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't get anything fancy for this first one. But the thing is, like, once you have the lower... Because the lower is the part with the serial number. So, like, right. once you have the lower, you can just buy uppers. Yeah, and I'm sent to your house, and you don't have to go through the whole like hmm. what a background check or whatever. Did that come with the rear uh, iron sight? I saw it had the front on there. Yeah, it does have the rear too. It does, but Josh said he had a red dot that he's gonna. Yeah, he's yeah. Gonna I'm just gonna give it. it Man, to him. I, before I bought my gun, I'd never used a red dot. Somebody gave me theirs, dude. It's dope. You're yeah, like, oh my god, because like you watch movies and you're like, people couldn't do that in real life, and then like you shoot the red dot sight, and you're like, maybe people could do that in real life, like. <laughs> It's like point and shoot. It's yeah. awesome. It's yeah. I think mine is only four MOA. Like people shouldn't have this and you like but, go out and buy one. <laughs> but what what I want to get eventually, I want a something that has like a one to six zoom on it. Uh, but it also ha- it parallax free is what you want. It's going to be more expensive, but that means because like you have the circle and if you move your head, right, right, right. Um, then that the black. 
Man, that's what does that right? Like get lined up on it just right. Mm-hmm. But if it's parallax free, then it doesn't matter if you're side up, down, left, right. And it's a it's a one to six zoom. Are you just generating? I, I big want. People I want over and over again. Yeah. yeah, with no parallax. <laughs> yeah, I want. That's I want impressive. One. I don't know how they do that. You guys ready to start? Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Black Mesa Radio, everybody. I'm your host Josh with Chase, Nate, Seth, and today we're going to be talking about fake people, AI, time, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, let's if get, we get to it. If we get to it. We, if we don't, we'll get it next week. Let's get going. <laughs> Actually, hang on. Now let's get going. So, yeah. Seth, you want to talk about uh, your fake people? Start us off. We can't hear you, Josh. You can't hear me? The music's still going. Y'all can't hear that? <laughs> like, that's really loud in our ears. That's so oh. weird. I muted it, though. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're good now. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. That's weird. I'll, I'll mess with that later. Okay. So, what I was saying was, Seth, do you want to uh, get us going on fake people? Sure. So, we're talking about, like... Caitlyn Jenner, not Caitlyn Jenner, good lord. What's his daughter's name? Kardashian? Kardashian, Which one? yeah, the, the Kardashians. Well, pretty much all of them. This joke just bombed Any, hard, bro. I know. What's the, <laughs> when you can't remember their names. Yeah, you, you have to know the reference to actually like make the well, joke. I'm just bad at, at Ky- celebrities. Is it Kylie? Is Kylie the one that I think she's everybody's the youngest. into now? She's the self-made billionaire. Is, didn't she get money Just like Trump. She's not self-made in any sense of the word, but oh, okay. she's been described that way like multiple times recently. What a self-made billionaire! I mean, that's cool. There she, were people. She that, said, "If Trump can do it, I can too." There were people that opened a GoFundMe just to also make, not self-made. Like make Kylie way. a billionaire, and yeah. people were like, "I don't remember how much it made, but it made like over six figures." Like people just donating money to a GoFundMe people to make Kylie rich. Buy dumb stuff. I put that's I crazy. put like twenty dollars into Bitcoin every paycheck. That's dumb. You know, people do dumb things. <laughs> so I can go. It might be. It might not be. To a GoFundMe and be like, guys, I just want to be rich. Like, can you just fund me? Yes. People yeah. do that. Reddit actually does this thing every once in a while. Millionaire maker. Millionaire maker. Not every once in a while. They do it weekly. Do they do it weekly? Yeah. Nobody. Where, like basically nobody everyone. They everyone pick out a random person. And yeah. Everyone like donates a dollar, and a random person who comments just like Man. gets sent all of it. Sort of. So it's the. That's Reddit. not exactly how it works. Nah, it's it's the, like close. It's uh it's the Reddit lottery. Yeah. So, but but okay, yes, it is, but it. It never works that way. So how it works is everybody makes a comment, and then they draw a winner, and you're supposed to donate after the winner is drawn. And nobody ever does, because they're like, that wasn't me. Oh, no one ever donates? I that I've, like, I people see. do. Like There are people that are like, I was in this. It would take a certain amount of like, social cohesion to like make that work very well, I feel like. Yeah. And I could be wrong. I could be interpreting it wrong, but I've never seen it. Uh, to be honest, I've only seen it like pop up a few times, so I didn't really know how it worked. Gotcha. I think i got a good sap story. You know, unemployed, two children. For sure. You know, maybe. Yeah. See that. But it, I feel like GoFundMe is strange in almost it's still kind of like a lottery system where it's like somehow somebody gets on the news and then everybody knows. Like you have to have marketing uh, to get your GoFundMe account to work. Well, for $200, you can buy the top spot on Reddit for like six hours. Man, if so I can spend $200, for $200 and get like $200, you grand. get six hours on the top spot on Reddit? I don't know if that's the actual that seems amount like of time. That like a deal. But you yeah, can definitely buy the like top. You can definitely buy the top spot on Reddit because just look up buying Reddit on YouTube, and you can find videos of guys who've done it like oh, multiple man. times. It's time to abandon ship. That's been that way. It's been that way for years, man. Time, then it was time to abandon ship. <laughs> it was. It was time to abandon ship years ago. 
I want to talk about audit. I want to talk about fake people, but before we do that, I just want to say I had the craziest thing happen to me. I was taking a shower. It was like last Friday, and like some water and soap got in my ear, and so I put my finger in my ear and did that like shaking thing, like that, like eh, like trying uh-huh. to get it out or whatever. And when I did that, I just like went like almost completely deaf from right ear, like I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> And it was like that until like earlier this week when I bought like one of those like water blaster bulb things that oh, you yeah. use to like wash your ears out. And dude, what came out of my ear, I couldn't like even believe. Soap gunk? No, not soap. Whatever it was, I'd been in there for a long time. And it was like dark reddish brown. Oh, and oh like, dude, that's your, that's your old ear. It was like this a, is good, yeah, good like podcasting. Yeah. And it was like, so it all started coming out in like little bits. And then, like, all of a sudden, this, like, chunk of it just, like, falls out in the sink. And, it like, then I could just, like, hear again. And so I was like, damn, that was crazy. So then my right ear was my good ear. I could hear better with it than my left ear. So the next night I did my left ear, and the same thing happened with my left ear. Like, a big old chunk of stuff. Bro, how just, often like, do you clean out. your ears? Not often enough, apparently. I was not taking ear hygiene seriously. I get sa- like I get sad when I clean well, my ears and it's like there's nothing on there and I'm like too. I probably do this too much. Well, like when they get waxy, like I use like Q-tips and stuff. Like I do that, but I don't like wash uh, them out with water. I guess I they they do say you can use Q-tips incorrectly. You're really just supposed to get the uh, the just right on the edge of the outer and inner yeah. ear. And if you go, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, uh, yeah, if you if you go too far, anyways, close to your eardrum, that does push all the wax yeah. to it. So you really just kind of stay on the edge there. Anyway, see, I like to be able to hear that crackle of me rubbing against my eardrum. Dude, <laughs> oh, it, it's like the best feeling in the world. I was I was not I mean, serious, but that is I've done. It that feels amazing. You're just like, oh, oh yeah, oh god, because it like it scratches an itch Such a that good you didn't feeling. even know itched right. until you had the Q-tip in there, and it's just like, especially uh, if it's like early in the morning and you're like waking up and you're just like sticking that the thing in your ear, just like, oh. and then you're you're just so tempted to like just like go like further in because <laughs> that, that like, is the problem you're just yeah. chasing that itch like all yeah. the way to your brain a good this is why they the... say on the q-tip packaging that you're not supposed to <laughs> oh yeah it's addictive yeah. it's a drug there's a good king of the hill quote that's like if you put the q-tip too far in your ear you will hear a deafening pop and then a lifetime of silence <laughs> so seth fake people sorry so fake people uh there's this website it's called this person does not exist dot com dot com dot com and it literally Literally, all it is is a picture of a person, and every time you go to it or refresh it, it's a newly generated AI picture of a human. So I'm going there now. Not not a real human. Just like this guy. That guy does not exist, which actually makes sense because his beard is all jacked up. That's <laughs> kind of crazy how realistic beard. that is. Like if it auto-generates that? Yeah, that it looks like a real person. From very, various different... Um, so I just like ref- machine learning, deep learning. Wow. Do I just refresh AI. it every time? Yeah. Anytime you refresh it, it's just going to pop up a different. So I could conceivably steal this picture of this random Korean girl and like use it as my profile picture and just say, yeah, that, you totally that's could. me. She's I, actually I know her. pretty, she's pretty dope. Like, yeah. She looks kind of rad. She's a pop star. I'm going to, I'm going to screenshot this and say it's me. <laughs> I'm going to make a, Which, are you going to catfish? Yeah. I'm going to yeah, catfish no, people I'm gonna with do it. it. Let's see. Yeah, this is a random child. It's actually kind of addictive. To, oh yeah, I got a random child too. Oh, uh, we got the same child. one. What? How does what? that work? Hold on. So it's not true. It must random. have. Well, but we we may have hit it at the same time. I don't Hold know. up. The odds, though. Yeah. Show, show us your phones. Show us your phones. Oh, it's, I went. I already oh, did Seth. it. Yeah. Sorry. Now I'm thinking they just have a billion pictures that they randomly <laughs> post. <laughs> it's just pictures of random people. This yeah. man looks like he'd do your taxes badly. I would trust that guy to do my taxes. I don't think I would test test that guy. He has something weird by his ear. What's that? Uh, it's like a blob. Guys are prejudiced. So there are like random. It's not perfect, this right? It looks like Dennis from uh, It's Always Sunny. 
a little bit. It does. Sorry. They're not perfect. There are some that like show up with like weird errors and glitches. Oh, okay. Um, but the I like only very briefly read about what it does. But they're basically like there's a generator and then there's a filter, right? So like the generator just produces like random images over and over oh, again okay. based on I don't know what it sees. But then the filter kicks back like anything that. It basically has a binary set, human, non-human. This one looks so real. Right. So the filter figures or out real what or not real. what's believable and what's not. Yeah, and it kicks it back, and the thing learns from what it kicks back. I mean, the, the people look pretty real. Like It looks yeah. like a picture, a photograph of somebody. So the filter Look at that. That man is so ugly. Like that, There's no way you can fake that. Oh, that looks like somebody I know. No, poor guy. Why would you say Don't that? Don't say his name. I'm not going to. <laughs> Jerry... He know. does look like a Jerry. <laughs> Our friend Jerry Piper's gonna listen to this. And be like me? Not that Jerry. Not it doesn't Jerry. look like Jerry that from Jerry. Parks and Rec. Terry Gary Larry. Sure. Terry. Um, <laughs> this is good podcasting. So implications of this thing? It's pretty, pretty harmless right now. You, I would think, right? But it means that they could do it. They, the proverbial they, could generate fake people on a whim. And and it, we were talking about this just earlier. It also gives the ability to make fake accounts a lot easier. So with all yeah. these uh, um, view farming companies, like they can go to the site and steal these pictures and use it as a legitimate profile. Which is interesting why it doesn't seem like they're doing that yet, right? They're not doing fake generated. They're just stealing from other online sources. Right, right. Which is weird because then you can trace those exactly. images. So why wouldn't they use this? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they don't feel like it's to a spot yet to use it reliable enough. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe it, it they already are. Well, I just think we're we're about to enter the era of of fake people, like full on. Like fake celebrities, fake Well, we've kind of already entered that. When we started social media, like this whole persona of people is just not real. Yeah, but I mean like the social influencer. I mean like yeah. literal No, like not fake, even that. Like people like, that aren't real. Like they don't exist in real life. But even like uh, the representation of your friends that you see on Facebook isn't real most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like and I, it's and a I way could, happier, way more together person than they are in real life. Yeah. You know? I'm extremely abusive. And you can't see that on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting is that it's not like because he's careful. It's nothing nefarious <laughs> from those people, right? Like it's like it's yeah, it's, it's not. a logical conclusion. Yeah. Like you just like want to be happy, so you're gonna you want to post like the happy things that you have. But you, yeah, you. But overall, that it's not ends insidious. up creating a, and that's a big. That's mostly yeah, what you want to share, though. Like, hey, I had this happy experience. Yeah, exactly. Let's post it. I mean, that's my concept of it. But there, there are two different people. Some people only post like the drama in their lives, and then. Right. But that's that true. was. I felt like Hashtag that was more in drama high. school or something. But oh, there are definitely people that still do it. Yeah. Well, I don't have those people friended anymore. <laughs> Thank God. You, we can disagree on everything, but if you're just posting negative stuff, I'll, uh, the post's like, I've had a bad day. Or vague book. Where What's like, happening? Oh yeah, God. vague book. If they, that's what makes me upset. Yeah, where they're like vaguely talking talking shit on somebody, but they're this not slightly off names. topic. But do you guys ever look at your like Facebook history stuff and go back and just like cringe it's at what so you said? so embarrassing. Oh, yeah. no. Even stuff I said it's last year. I was, like, I was an oh, idiot I yesterday, that. so what <laughs> yeah, am I today? I, like, <laughs> I was I was the worst vague booker, like posting song lyrics and like random BS. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I think, you know, we were still kind of getting used to what What do we do with social yeah, media? We it? didn't know the rules we yet. We still don't know what to do with it. Like, <laughs> we don't know what it is or where it's going or... 
We don't but know any of that. When I friend older people, they're oh. the worst people to be friends with. Yeah. Dude, because old, they old will, people are the worst. They, yeah, like, I don't they know what the rules mass are. mass message. They'll message every single friend, like in the mess, Facebook Messenger, about, you know, something like, thought you'd like this. And it's like, you sent this to 300 people. No, you don't. Thought you'd no. enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah, I have a Facebook Gary message Gary broke group. his hip again. I have a Facebook message group that's about, like, it was somebody's, like, 50th anniversary for something. <laughs> so they sent out a message to all these people, and all these old people, like, will randomly chime in with something. Just, like, throw it in the message. So, I like My Thanks. favorite vague book is, what's the point? You okay? I don't want to talk about yeah. it. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've done that. Or similar <laughs> things. We've all done it. No, I don't want to I talk go through, about like, it. I get pretty depressed, like, around election season. And I post things like that sometimes. <laughs> I just lose faith. Man, I just like song lyrics. And so uh, I post I'm random okay. song lyrics, I'm but okay then no one knows lyrics. what I'm talking about. I used to, I still do, but I used to post pretentious stuff and then no one would comment on it and be like, why not? No one wants to talk about this stuff. It's dumb. <laughs> yeah. I was dumb. I'm still dumb, but I was dumb too. I think everybody has a different I'm still dumb, but I was dumber. I was dumber. Has a different idea of what Facebook is for. And I guess I need, to, that's why I need to go to Reddit because I think Reddit is a place where you share ideas. Ideally. <laughs> I mean, I it, it depends is. on the subreddit, probably. Some reddits are just, like, toxic and terrible. Yeah. Some reddits, the conversation is pretty good. Anyways, that's that's what I prefer. Like, you know, I don't care about, like, what you ate for dinner. But I, don't know. I like There's to talk about for that. Join us, brother. <laughs> Join, Join us. us. Anyway, I mean, I like seeing what the families and everything. And pictures are pretty good. I usually scroll past just, like, very long posts, which I'm guilty of. <laughs> what, You? <laughs> Yeah. Never. I've never seen you post anything long. I'm just lazy. Just like, oh, that's long. Just going to pass this. Yeah, same. There's actually, uh, it's apparently pretty known in the journalism industry now that like any kind of longer, anything that's longer than 15 minutes for an online article, like people will not read more than 30 or 40% of it. More than 15 minutes? Yeah. Holy crap. That's a long article. Yeah, but that dopamine burst but wears like deep, off pretty fast. Like deep dives into policy stuff for like a history thing, like some of that can get pretty detailed. Yeah, but they know that people will not read more than like twenty-five to thirty percent of it. Like it's very rare that people read all the way to the end of those articles. So crazy. If I'm going to spend an hour on this, I'll just listen to a podcast. Right. I think the longest I've I read because it'll say usually how long an article is is like seven minutes. I'm like, all right, seven. It's about as far as I'm going. <laughs> hmm. See, but that's like such a change from what like long form journalism and right. articles and whatever. I mean, long form journalism journalism still exists. You have like Wait But Why, which is pretty popular, and his stuff is like his stuff is like small books almost. Like he does really long stuff. Always really good too. Yeah, but that's his niche too. That's his his thing. Like on the whole, most people don't do that. I guess so. It's not yeah, a great article. On the whole, yeah. On the whole, most people don't do that for sure. On the whole, I don't do that. Yeah, I've actually caught myself doing it. Like, I start reading an article, like, oh, this is really interesting. And then I see how long it is. And I, I do. I yeah. stop like 30% <laughs> in. So. Which is I'm actually. Like, oh, I've, got <laughs> I've got most of it. Yeah. I get it's it. really bad because they, sh- they have shown that the end of the article is the one that gives, like, if it's an opinionated article, the end of the article will give all the disclaimers. Of, of, I mean, well, I'm calling them disclaimers, but. 
about all these opinions. Like, well, you know, there's also this, this, and this, but I ignored those, so I came to a different <laughs> opinion. And they've shown that they are consistently at the last 10% of the articles. And that's really disturbing. Just the well, fact that they do that anyways. So read the first 20% and skip to the last 10. Yeah, it might be right, yeah. I mean, that's that's a method for sure that could work. I was one of my friends posted on on Facebook. And I should just never read anything on Facebook ever. That should just be a general rule for I think everyone actually. Don't read Facebook. Um, but never look at anybody else's stuff. Just yeah, put stuff on there. Just post stuff, and if it's not a picture, don't look at it. <laughs> but she posted a, a thing about um, antidepressants, and the start of the article, and the whole thing was like your gut biome. If you have a healthy gut biome, you shouldn't need antidepressants. Is mm-hmm. what the article was trying to say. And I was like, oh, I have so many issues with just, just the headline. I should probably <laughs> read this. And so I read the whole thing. Um, and it starts off being very like, we're not saying don't take antidepressants. And then it ends with antidepressants are obviously what's causing all of the world's problems. You shouldn't take them, blah, blah, blah. And like, it just goes from like, it flips. And the beginning tries to put itself out there as like... Reasonable. New, reasonable, yeah. And then it gets more and more, well, but really... At least they didn't try to sell you essential oils. We we talked That's about true. how antidepressants are changing the uh, the ocean creatures. I don't. We yeah, well, like a long that. time ago, we had that as a subject. Okay. Okay, we did we talk did. about well, we talked about antidepressants. I don't remember if that was specifically that part Chemicals came up. In the water turning the frogs gay. <laughs> I don't remember. That's we just did. a fact. We talked about that last week. George Soros. Um, <laughs> I don't remember if we talked about exactly that or if we talked about just antidepressants in general. But we did talk about them. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, that's crazy that, that you would think the ocean would dilute it enough where it doesn't affect the hormones of the creatures, but apparently it does. Hmm. And why are they dumping them in the ocean? We're that's getting my off opinion. subject. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So antidepressants. I don't want to talk about antidepressants. I was just saying, like, in like to his point about how people don't, like, the, the opinions are different at the beginning and at the end. Oh, okay. Right, right. Um, and it was masterfully written, honestly. Like, it was written to where it led you on from, like, a place of reason to, no, no, they're right. This shouldn't be. People shouldn't be taking antidepressants. Like, by the end, they start having, like, quotes from people who are like, ask anyone. And they'll tell you that antidepressants don't work. And I was like, well, that's just blatantly not true. Yeah, that's not true. And so it was just, oh, it was bad. Anyway. So fake people. Fake people. Fake. I don't even remember what we were saying about it to get back to it. Yeah, we kind of talking about how... The uh, the view farmers might be using that. And well, there's that, and then we were also going to talk about um, what was that deep deep fake and like technologies like that because oh, deep fake right. is actually not really that great of it's good, but it's not great. But there are ones that like you've posted. What well, is what yeah? Was that we're just starting to get into this technology where they can fake video. And of real listeners, people. for those of you that don't know what deep fake is and and things like that, it's basically just an algorithm that will. Let you put someone's face on another person's face. So you could be talking. You could make your own video, but put somebody else's face on top of yours, essentially. And with, yeah. deep, with Deepfake, the Uncanny Valley is pretty hard. Um, it's, it's pretty obvious. But it's still... It's, you can see where it's going. But Seth posted a video that I will post in the description. Yeah. Is that not a Deepfake? What is, like, what is Deepfake? I guess we should define that. Deepfake is a Mac program. Oh, okay. It's a specific program. Yeah. I thought a deepfake was just like the name of the term yeah. like for that creation. And that was like kind of in real time, right? Where like yeah. you have someone behind the scenes saying mm-hmm. something and acting away and it basically just like projects something onto their face Yeah, to look like a different person. And my thought is this technology is going to get so good. Sorry. Yeah, you are kind of waffling with your mic there. Um, 
it's going to get so good. It's going to be like the Waldo effect from Black Mirror. Like that's where we're going, where we're going to have a fake politician. Like we're going to have fake celebrities. But wasn't it a, like a bear? It was a cartoon bear in the Waldo effect, but he was being controlled in real time by a person. Right. And I'm saying if I we mean, have, if we have, we're there already with the bear. Oh yeah. We could absolutely do that. So, but you're saying like we could get to that point with what looks like an actual politician. Yeah. And this is a hundred percent conspiracy driven, but we could have, you could fake easily fake with real time AR and a person who is using that technology. AR augmented reality. Okay. Um, to make it look like a politician is giving a speech in like a crowded room when really nobody's anywhere. The room doesn't exist. You know what I mean? So this is going to be well, really easy to... Like on the campaign trail, they fake crowds. Like, yeah. I mean, you've seen those pictures. Like they'll have the bus kind of parked off to one side. Yep. And there'll be like 30 people there, but they like make it look like there's like 300 people there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's not... It's already You're already looking at like... That's just good ca- camera work is what that is. That's yeah. not really yeah, it's like... Not, it's not like that. And right. then you also it's have... CG, it's that. It's and then you also have the CG from like... Uh, what is the... That they use for the Lord of the Rings? Weta? Oh, uh, crap. What is that called? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The, the multi-person... Technology, like where they yeah, all CGI generator. They all move around independently. It's like pretty realistic. Huh. And that was fifteen years ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Twenty. Um, By the way, those movies hold up. They do. They yeah, they do. Good. Anyway, turns sorry. out if you spend a whole lot of money on movies, <laughs> they last longer. But so okay, so this video of Obama that I posted, it was a uh, a team from I think the University of Washington, like had a net analyze hundreds of hours of video of Obama. And so it like uh, began to understand like what facial features are associated with what sounds. Uh. And so then they could like generate him saying like completely new things based on that. So at this point, like you need to have like a bunch of video on someone for that to work. And the more you have, the more it makes sense. But so so like like celebrities or real known politicians. And on the flip side of that, there's a program and I'll post the video in the description for this too, um, where this, I think it was Berkeley, um, but I, it might it might have been somewhere else. It might have been Stanford. Um, but they did the same thing, but it was with audio. And so they said if they have enough audio of a person, like they can compile, they can make that person say literally anything convincingly. And they have so Keegan they Michael. The, they get all the sounds. Yes. Yeah. They get Keegan Michael Key, and they take a ton of clips of Key and Peel, and then they make him like just say random stuff, like just nonsense yeah. and all sorts of things. And it's on stage, and he's freaking out, and it's hilarious. Um, but it's also terrifying because you combine that technology with the one Seth's talking about, and you have. Yeah, you like, just have like literally a talking person, a talking clone. Yeah, and you. This is Photoshop of. It's like impossible for the human eye to tell the difference immediately. Like you would really have to is. go in and analyze it and. Wow. Look at things like so. That. Say you assassinate like a senator or whatever, and then he starts doing like videos from like his bed. Cause oh. he's, like they're like, oh, well, he's sickly, but he's still going to do like he's still going to address the people or whatever, you know. And then he's been dead for months, and he's making all sorts of statements and stuff. And it doesn't really work with our political system, but it would work. It could work other w- well, ways. I mean, you know, in the last election, I mean, they they did show that there were these. Uh, Russian social media accounts that were posting great stuff. I mean, like the the Jesus arm wrestling Satan. I mean, that's just gold. Oh, the memes? Yeah, yeah. They posted a lot of memes. But with this, Spiciest. They, they could, if they got the technology, they could make these videos where they're like, oh my God, I can't believe this politician said that or did that. Yeah, and, exactly. But it's not, 
real. And, and I, people don't fact check enough to see if it was real or not. Like you might how have do some people don't do that now. I know. That's what I'm saying. How do you when something comes out though, you can't fact check it immediately because nobody knows if it's real or not yet. No, but it I'm takes saying, a while for okay. Yeah, and then and then you get to the the point too of like which fact checkers do you trust? Exactly. Like, that's true who do you too. Trust on that. Which fact checkers are even real? That one of my favorite sayings is <laughs> that a lie can go halfway around the world before truth has a chance to put his boots on. Yeah. And that, that's really that's what it is. I mean, truth needs to buy some flip flops. <laughs> no way, man. You got steel toes. You got to keep stay safe. <laughs> you got to wear steel toes so you can kick, kick the lies ass when you find a find the I put a boot in your ass. <laughs> the, the American, American way. <laughs> Thanks, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> Toby, I hate Toby. Toby. Speaking of things that hold up, <laughs> post 9-11, <laughs> Toby music. Yeah. <laughs> it was just as good today. It's kind of good. It, it is, I enjoy it time to time. It, it's, it's fun. Aren't we in post 9-11 Toby music still? No, but I mean like right uh, after post 9-11, like where everything got super patriotic and like, <laughs> like that era of Toby Keith in particular. Whiskey for my horse and all that. That's... Yeah. That's not I feel like that's a separate music. thing. Is it? No, I'm just saying like that era. 9/11 music. <laughs> that's my It's <laughs> my new favorite genre. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Have you guys watched the uh, sorry, CNN documentaries of like the 90s, 2000s? Like starts at like the 40s, I think. Are those on Netflix? I yeah, watched the, the VH1. They are. Mary's watched I think all of them. They're good. I like them. I haven't watched them. I watched the VH1. I love the Yeah. Oh, oh, those yeah, were yeah. great. Those <laughs> were great. Watch those. I don't need anything else. Those made me pine for eras that I didn't live in. Yeah. Those were good. Get was, you all nostalgic for something that you like actually didn't experience yeah. at all? Yeah. I was made for the 90s. I feel like I was born in the right right time frame. 90s were I great. I thought you were going to say, I felt like I was born in the 90s. <laughs> oh, not not quite, but almost. Uh, Speaking the, of the 90s, the have you guys watched, music, man. Have you watched so Captain good. Marvel yet? No. no. I'm going to see that tomorrow. It's so good. So good. Anyway, I don't want to get us off topic, but it's very nineties. I'm pretty excited to watch it because everybody's said it's terrible, which means my expectations are low. It's, which means I will enjoy it because I don't know what they were expecting. It's exactly what it shows it as. It's just like a it's a superhero origin movie. I heard that they were lackluster in the comedy on this one. Like like Ragnarok was so good. Well with, that's I feel like Marvel has just set the bar so high for themselves. Maybe, maybe. So that just like an okay superhero flick falls flat. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it feels it feels really similar to like a Phase One Marvel movie, so maybe that's why. Because yeah. like, if it had come out in Phase One, people would have been like blown away, like, "Oh, this is amazing!" I yeah. See. If it came out like right after the first Thor movie or something, oh yeah, easily, people would have just been. And that's yeah, because the first Thor movie was kind of okay. Yeah, it's just like totally serviceable, fine. I don't know. I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. I I don't think it's bad in the slightest. It's not as bad as like Thor: The Dark World or. Um, what's another bad Marvel movie? That's still the only one I haven't seen is Thor the Dark Iron World. Man, Iron Man 3. 2 or 3. What? 3 Pick was your choice. good. I like 3. 3 was so bad. I have a friend that really likes 3 and I don't get it. Hmm. I like the Iron Man movies. Iron Man 2 is okay. I like 2 I, a Iron lot. Iron Man 1 was great. Iron Man 1 is great. 2 I, is not good. I like 3. 3 is okay. I thought 3 was terrible. I think 3 is okay. Welcome to Disagreeing About Movies, a podcast about movies well, that's I within our podcast about sucks. other stuff. Uh, what? Transformers? Not, even... was, uh, not the first one. The first one was fun. But after that, I don't like them. I heard Bumblebee was good. I don't think I've watched them since I'm the I'm going to edit one. all this out. This is so <laughs> off topic. Um, that's fine. That's fine. 
So space, Chase. You had a space subject. Let's go to let's bump on bump on. Uh, yeah. So I've been kind of thinking about how relativity works in the universe, and mm-hmm. specifically time itself. It, it creates quite a conundrum. And while we're on the while we're on the topic of space, I I listened to one of our podcasts we did. Uh, I don't remember which number it was. A few weeks back, and I talked about how we measure distance between uh, us and other stars. Mm-hmm. And I, I I said things that were just wrong for some reason. I was had it, having like a mental uh, retardations. Don't so, say that. <laughs> so no. you said you said things that were wrong. Remember, we talked about this. Just a very literal just, meaning just of the word. Stop. Just stop. Just what? It, just oh my you're, god! You're doing we... a great job of like of of like setting the bar for yourself as like look, I was wrong, and now I'm gonna set the. You know, set the <laughs> whatever you say. What is Anyways, that? I set said the, that the bar straight. This is Josh editing in real time. <laughs> it really is. That's what's happening right now. This is all because I said retardation. Yes. Good God. Yes. Just let it be a word. It's not. It's not a cuss word. It's fine. <laughs> so I said that we measure between uh, the two different sides of the Earth. I said circumference. I meant diameter, and also. In gravity, I said, with lack of gravity, time gets slower. In lack of gravity, time gets faster. So lots and lots of gravity, time slows down. So when we think about the, the age of the universe, in lack of gravity, time is extremely fast. Mm-hmm. So what ha- we, we kind of talked about this what happens out there where there's just nothing there's you know no electrostatic forces there's no gravitational forces how do things exist out there we just don't know i mean we haven't sent any probes or anything out there i mean where, that, that, would, there, that would take where? that would take a th- million years to get out into open space out of a galaxy between oh. galaxies oh man that would We've barely even gotten out of our solar system, right? And we're still technically in our we solar may, yeah, system. Yeah, as I say, we may not even be out of our solar system. Like, what's yeah? What's the probe? It's like way, way, way out there. Is that Voyager? Right? Yeah, I think it's Voyager. Talk about how Voyager. I don't remember which one it is. Voyager is now in interstellar space, but then they're like, oh wait, but there might be another planet out there. Right. So yeah, maybe exactly. it's still in the solar system. Well, still, I mean, when you talk about the solar system, it's not the end of the planets because then you have like dozens of planets. The Oort cloud, and, and then you have, uh, Oort cloud. We have. Isn't there like a giant? Yeah, yeah. Of I like mean, there's the asteroids that go around the solar system. So, say exactly. again. It's yeah. That's yeah. The, or, the that's limit the of our solar system, system is not well defined. Correct. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because there's you know lots of asteroids and the effects of the sun are far reaching. But so when we get out into just open space between galaxies, what? If time is really fast, how could would light? be affected by that like maybe it's traveling because time is so different out there that light would travel faster in its perspective than our perspective and this is what my mind starts to hurt when you think about the the age of the universe isn't consistent depending on the gravity some places have existed longer than others think about that like that that hurts like how, how do you understand such a thing my mind's been hurting since we started this conversation. So. <laughs> it might help if you knew the math, but I don't have the time for mm. that. The time. Yeah, the exactly. It takes yeah. more than like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. I don't have the attention span. I thought I was interested in that, and then I took a math class, and I was like, oh, no. And we, we also know that 
not only gravity affects time, but speed affects time. And it has, it's relative to the speed of light. So the closer you get to the speed of light, the more time slows down. So, Because the speed, there's only one speed. And no, you're either, you're either moving through space or through time or some combination of the two, but you're moving at the same rate. Oh, I, okay. I, I see what you're saying. Um, so light is obviously traveling at the speed of light. So through space, it sh- so right, it's not right, right, through time. Yeah, so it, it might not be traveling because it's it shouldn't be affected by time. If it's traveling the speed of light, it's essentially transcendent of time. You think if I like emailed a physicist and was like, "Hey, can you just come on and talk with us for a little bit?" Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> would Actually, I would I would love to listen to, to somebody who's I would too specialized in this. But it hmm. just doesn't make sense. Like, think about it. Like, because we're on Earth, time uh-huh. is slower than it is uh, on Mercury. All right, I'm with you so far. So, what about Jupiter? Jupiter's time would be slower, and but. I know because the gravity is not hugely different with right. these things. Right, I was things. about to say it's like probably barely noticeable, right? Right. But even with airplanes, it, you can tell the difference. Or even, let's just go with Denver has, a, has an atomic clock and Greenwich, England has another atomic clock. And because Denver is at a higher altitude than in Greenwich, it's time, their times don't match up all the time. Like they can measure it just because of altitude in our own atmosphere. Granted, yeah. it's it's very minute, but it is measurable. Just those little differences. So if we went, I want to know what it's like completely in between us and the Andromeda galaxy. Like right, but you wouldn't be center. able to perceive it while you were there. It would just be for you. You perceive time as flowing normally. You'd have to have, right. You'd have to have some sort of like. Like, like the twin, what is that? The twin paradox where you send a, mm-hmm. a twins like one way out in interstellar space and back, right? Interstellar space in the back, and one will age like, um, you know, sixty seven, years. Seven, and yeah, the other yeah. one's like exactly the same. So twins could essentially be a different age yeah. because of relativity, mm-hmm. which is it's just crazy to think about. So, if you say okay, the Andromeda galaxy is, can somebody tell me, is it two hundred million light years? I don't know. Somebody, that's, somebody, that sounds accurate. <laughs> it's that the, sounds like a number. It's our closest that's a, that's a strong galaxy. Number. I like that. Yeah. Or I thought it was the Okay, the closest galaxy. What's the closest star? Alpha Centauri. Right. That sounds I don't, that I don't sounds know. Right. I literally just learned this, but I don't remember. I feel like that's right. M thirty one Andromeda is the closest spiral galaxy to us. Two million light years. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, 2 million, not 200 million. I was off by a factor of 100. That sounds right. <laughs> so 2 million light years. That's still hella far away. 2 well, like, million, the that's the closest space galaxy. is just mind-boggling regardless. Like when you start talking yeah. about it. If you yeah, don't have space yeah. engines. Seth, what did you say was the closest star? Alpha Centauri. Right on, dude. Good job. If you don't yeah. have space engine and you have a computer that will run it, you should get it. I need to get it. It's, it's free and it's like totally mind-blowing. Why did you like, get so you can quiet? travel through the universe at like different rates no and stuff. Huh? Yeah, and so like you can like you can put in like the location of certain like star clusters or nebulas or whatever and like go look at it. But the thing about it that like really like sort of puts that stuff in perspective a little bit is you're like, okay, I want to travel out to this nebula. And so you do, and it's right in front of you and it's taking up your like or right in front of you and it's taking up your whole like viewfinder. 
of like okay. your screen, but it's still so far away. You have no way to like conceive of like oh, how right, far that right. is. Yeah. And it's right there, like in your face, like you can see it. It's, it's really something like, I, I just feel like it's a really cool like tool to like help you like visualize. It's like, you know, it's big, but then, then it's like, <laughs> even after something kind of shows you how big it is, you're yeah. still we just like, like have just... such a hard time conceptualizing how big it is. Yeah. It's like so big, but I highly, I highly recommend that to anybody that has like, even if you have like just like a decent laptop, I'm pretty sure to run it. Say, say the name again. Just space, space engine. engine. Okay. It's pretty cool, man. It's not a huge download either. I don't think. I know I've talked about Elite Dangerous a million times um, because I love it, but you really like you. Can, it's very similar in that regard. Like you can fly into nebulas, black holes, um, like actual existing ones, or no. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. It's modeled. Off, it's modeled off of our galaxy. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay, but I, I don't. Bet that I don't they like generate stuff that we can't quite figure out yet. Would be my guess. I I genuinely don't know. I know that like the soul Does system is there. Like that's our system, but I have no oh. idea. Okay. Like oh. they like fill in the gaps of what we can't see would be my guess. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to, right? You'd have to fudge it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just to make it more exciting. Right. Well, and, and functional. Because you yeah. can't just have like darkness or can you? <laughs> Dark matter? So What? So oh, if, I brought it back. If you're traveling at the speed of light <laughs> to the Andromeda galaxy, it won't take you two million years. It'll take you two million years from those who remain on Earth. Right. But... From the light perspective, I mean, traveling at the speed of light, time is kind of not important. So if you went 50% at the speed of light, you could calculate how long it would take. Is that true? I don't know if that's true, what you just said. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't know if what you said was right. Uh, I think time kind of breaks down when you when you literally hit the speed of light. Well, because time and space are like related or the same thing in some ways, right? They're interwoven somehow. Interwoven somehow. Yeah. And so... I'm man, I'm probably gonna butcher this because I took it from an astronomy class in like fifteen years ago or whatever <laughs> when I was in college. But like tell me if this is right. Like theoretically, like you should not be able to travel the speed of light. Like, Correct. A person Correct. It's like because, a speed limit. Because the faster you go, the more massive you become. Right. And it therefore like, it, it like takes elongates, more energy. Right. To, yeah. It's like infinite energy to get to the speed of light. Yeah. So the way Brian Green describes it in Elegant Universe is you have like the y-axis, and if you're traveling along, if you're traveling parallel to the y-axis, then you're like only traveling through space. So you're not traveling through time. You're only going through space. Okay. But then there's the x-axis, and if you're only right. traveling along the x-axis, then you're traveling through. What did I say on the first one? Time. You're traveling through space, but space not time. Space was the first one. So and this time one, you're traveling through time, but not space. So light is only traveling through space, but not time. So, but like we're in betweenish. So like there's there's only one rate in the universe, and it's it's that speed. But you're either going, it it just changes directions. You're either going more through, like we're going more through space than we are through time. No, we're not. We're going more <laughs> through time than we are through space. We're not going very fast. But if you're going like really fast, then you're going more through time than you are through space. So it's like you could think about it as like north and west. Like you can go wait, 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 45 wait, wait. miles an hour if, west if you're, you're going, not going north. I think you got it backwards. If you're going really fast, you're going more through space than time. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. If yeah. what I said. Okay, yeah, 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 we're, yeah. we're good. So you can think about it like north and west. Like you can drive straight west and you're not going north at all, but you're still going 45 miles an hour. Or you can go 45 miles an hour north or somewhere in between. So there's only like one speed in the universe and we're all going it either 
through space or through time or some combination of the two. That's how he describes it in the book. Well, but we could never go straight north. We could never go straight north, which would be to just go as fast through space as possible to go, which is the speed of light. It's wild. Truth is is stranger than fiction. Just going to put that in here because this is all really just almost incomprehensible. It's like, how does... Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think, like, if you knew the math, <laughs> I think it would be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense because the way this equation works out or whatever. Does these, it? Like, it might make sense in the mathematical sense. Like, oh, okay, it's predictable, but is it understandable? Comprehendable. Like, we use Compre- people. Yeah, comprehendable. Compre- is, that, is Compre- that a word? Comprehendable? Is it not? Compre- Comprende? Comprende. It like Comprende. I mean, we use infinity in mathematics all the time, mm-hmm. but you don't really it's not understand really it. Yeah. It's it's beyond your understanding, though we can use it mathematically, which is kind of funny. Well, you can you can divide it because you can only count by even numbers to infinity or by counting numbers to yeah, infinity. Yeah, you can have different sizes of infinity. That is what's That's really mind-blowing. Mind that breaks my brain just a lot. <laughs> yeah, it hurts bad. I think it has to do with when a lot of people, uh, I mean, I'm from a Christian background and also continued that. Myself, when we when a lot of people talk about heaven, they think it's forever. Like there's an infinite amount of time, but the Bible never says that. It always calls it eternity, which means it's it's not it's not the excess of time. It's not being constrained by time. So, and this kind of makes so we're going straight west. Well, I don't. I have no idea how how space works in eternity. So, yeah, um, I'm not really sure. Further up and further in, <laughs> it's just like turtles all the way down. You're just not constrained by it, which is really that's what's incomprehensible because time restricts everything we live in. We've never experienced such a thing, and when we talk about different sizes of infinity, that makes a little sense to me when I talk when I think about eternity, because eternity is in infinity, right? It's it's just Everything essentially not constrained by space or time, but also if God made eternity in heaven, this place that we will exist, he is still outside, he's not restrained by this infinity that he created because he created it himself. So he himself is a different type of infinity, greater than the eternal infinity that we, we hope for. So, yeah, that kind of sounds like like dividing it and multiplying it and having different yeah. kinds of it. A Jeremy Baramy, if you will. So impossible things may be possible. <laughs> like it's just something that you can't really and you can't there, really grasp it. There's another question. A lot of people say, okay, the universe is a finite size. We know this. Or we're pretty sure we know it. So how what is outside of our universe? Like what's what's it expanding into? If it's big and expanding. What is it expanding into? Nothingness? Is like other universes? Infinity? Negative infinity? That like sound you made was <laughs> like the appropriate response. I always thought of it like a, like we're just in a big soap like soap sink, you know? We're just a bubble that's expanding against other bubbles and then we'll merge with those bubbles. Uh, it'll pop. pop. Yep. You read the multiverse book. I actually have read yeah, a couple of those yeah. books. Yeah. That's not why I, I don't really think of it that way. I just that's the best. 
well, in the multiverse, it's like, <laughs> it's self-defeating. It's really dumb. If there's infinity... <laughs> I'm not I'm not laughing because I disagree with what you say because you I don't really know you may be right but like I just like how bold you are with like statements like that. There's a uh, <laughs> Chase is just always making statements like they're facts, but sometimes he comes back and he says he was wrong, so it's it's okay. <laughs> not in this case. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if there's a universe where everything is potentially true, then eventually, like there's a universe where it's true that there are multiple universes right it's, it's self-defeating like it's just it's a simple or be- is that the one pervasive truth that runs through all yeah, universes you can definitely have that that's what i was thinking that everything is self-defeating no 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 no, no, no. That, that there are that there are multiple universes, universes. if that there's a the universe the universal truth is that there's the, there's always is multiple universes well i'm not i'm not arguing against specifically multiple universes what i'm arguing against is the multiverse is not based upon many universes. It's based upon infinite universes. Yeah. So that is way different. That's a way different oh, I see concept. what you're saying. If they're infinite. Right. Yeah. But if, they're, if the rules only apply in universe, like if I have, how do, what's a good example? Okay, Maybe first those off, are just null universes. That's what I was going to say. Maybe they just cancel itself out and it's gone. Then there's not infinite <laughs> universes. No, it's like something is there, but it's also not. Yeah. No, there's it's like just the wheel of time, where it's like some universes are less likely to occur than well, others. No, if a universe quits so existing, vague. that doesn't mean there's not infinite universes, does it? No. Well, if that possibility doesn't exist. But what if it did? I mean, didn't. okay, infinity minus one is still infinity, technically. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's still, okay, first off, there's literally no scientific evidence for a multiverse. None. Wasn't there a big thing like two weeks ago about how the multiverse has been like the theory was strengthened by math or something like that? He's just he's so mad at me right now. No. <laughs> I love it. He's like, no, that didn't happen. You didn't read that article, Josh. Hang I on, mean, I'm the, find the, it. there might be something. I, I, I don't know. But the, the multiverse inf- infinity theory, I want to I really hone in on the infinity theory. I didn't think that that was the prevailing theory of the multiverse. That's what multiverse infinite. is about. I, I, yeah, you, I'm sure you know more about this than I do. But I didn't think that it had to be infinite. There's it's be some unknowable large number. I like mean, that's a, I'm okay with that. I'm just not okay with the infinity theory. Because wh- wh- when you have such a bold suggestion, you're just you just have word vomit because there's no way to ever know that there's no way to ever know. So the problem is it's, it's a statement that has no meaning. Like when you say, okay, in 30 seconds, all clocks are going to go back one hour. How would you ever prove that? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's the exact same thing as like the universe started yesterday. Prove me wrong. Like you can't. It's a right. It's a logical fallacy. And since well, you just can't no prove it negative, right? Like you can you can never prove the statement that the Loch Ness monster does not exist because you'd have to keep searching for it. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what we'd have to do. Like we'd have to keep searching for infinity if that's true, and that's just uh, not a provable statement. So why why go so far to say that? And I I believe it has to do with mathematics honestly for statistics they 
for certain things to happen that have already happened in our universe, such as life, it's so statistically improbable that they use the giant universe saying, or the the multiverse, infinite universe saying, well, we just happen to be in that one universe that it did occur. And I'm not even talking about, a lot of people confuse the origins of life with evolution, and they're two completely different subjects. How life started is a completely different process than evolution itself, because there's no evolution in the start of life. It has to just occur in a completely different way than evolution does. Uh, it has to be created, and then the creation evolves. There, there has to be something there to evolve, is what you're saying. Right. Like, there has to be DNA to mutate and all that. Right, exactly. So, so I think it's important that, that people, when they think about origins of life versus evolution, they're not connected. Like, they're two different... The evidences are completely different. Like, you're not going to... The evidence for evolution isn't going to prove how life began because it's just completely separate but uh even i'll say even richard dawkins agrees with this though he took a long time to agree with it but he's like all right that's technically true got him (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, i can't remember his name um you just said it richard dawkins no no no, the the other guy the guy that convinced (laughs) what's that guy's name that richard dawkins guy they they de- they debated. It was the uh, the God delusion debate. Ken Ham. No. 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 Gosh. No. <laughs> Ken Jennings. Ken Griffey Jr. He he is James he's an Bader. Oxford mathematician. He's a professor at Oxford for mathematics. Is he like famous? I mean, he's not like famous, but like science famous. Yeah, he's science famous. Okay. Why are we just talking about this like idiots when we can just look it up? I don't know. Sometimes it's fun. To just talk about it. <laughs> no. Because if I open my phone, I'm going to get distracted by more fake people. <laughs> what if Richard Dawkins I was cannot fake? think of his name. John Lennox? John Lennox. Is it John? I don't know. It's definitely that's Lennox. Just the, I typed in Dawkins debate, and that's the first one that popped up. Yeah, it's 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 John Lennox. He is, he's an amazing guy. I really like him because... He just seems like a really nice guy. He's very calm, very uh, he, he's kind too. I think when he talks, he's very kind, and it's different from a lot of people who do debates. Um, mm. I wish I could be more like John Lennox. Yeah, highly competitive debatey type people are usually like kind of annoying to listen to. Mm. I agree. That's like, a good Ugh. point. And the worst debate this I ever guy. listened to was Bill Nye and Ken Ham. I hated that the whole thing. I was just like, oh god. That's because neither of them were intending to listen to the other person. They just were waiting to make their next point. Yeah. And John, or not John. uh, John Ham. Ken Ham made the worst, uh, I guess, rebuttal to his beliefs. Because somebody, the last question to both of them was, what uh, what would have to happen for you to believe the other side? And he said, yeah, he said nothing. You could never convince me. Yeah. Debate over then. Why did we just do this? Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's the case for any true believer. Like, whether you're talking about someone who believes in God or an atheist, like, if they're a true believer, there's no argument you can make or no proof you could give. If you just take it on faith. Well, I disagree with that. Well, Chase, what would would convince you that there is no God? Well, let's take it a step back. What would convince (laughs) me 
That, that's a that's a different question almost. What would convince I don't think it me? Is. I actually agree, Seth. I don't think it is either. The Bible isn't true. I think that's that's an easier question for me to answer. I was about to say, of course, it's an easier question. So if somebody said, you know, prove there is no God, I mean, that's really difficult. But you can prove if the Bible's true or not. I'm not saying prove. I'm saying what would it take to convince you? Evidence. Definitely. I would listen to the evidence. But what would you you use as evidence that God does not exist? I don't... That's that's what I'm saying. I can't answer that question. Because... But I would... I would be able to answer the question, the Bible. If there's evidence that the Bible's not true... Then I what? Would, what would that evidence like? What kind of evidence would that take? In well, fairness, there, there that's is a tough a, question. It's it, it is. It's a very that is a very question. you don't know what you don't know type question. But it kind of is. The answer is for any any believer, but, any like true believer, you're taking it on faith. I just and so with there that. aren't. I mean, c- tell me what evidence it would take then. So. I mean, growing up, like I was in the Christian household, but I was very influenced by, you know, modern science. I, I've been really into science since I was a kid. And, you know, I I took the bait on evolution and uh, the age of the universe. <laughs> the and, bait. I mean, it's it's still bait. They're trying to get people out there to believe what they believe. Um, and I was I didn't understand. I was like, okay... My parents are telling me that the Bible's true, but all these people are saying this is true. And there are plenty of Christians who believe uh, in evolution. They just say that, you know, God created life, and then life evolved a certain way, and why why not? I mean, that's the conclusion. So I was kind of, I was just very unsure of what was right. But what really, what really codified me was reading the Bible uh, as a prophecy book, which it's the only book that is, it's it's thirty percent prophecy. Like like thirty percent of it is direct prophetic events, and that's what really codified me was knowing that all these things took place. And I did research about when these books were written, and uh, you can prove that Wikipedia is wrong. I hate Wikipedia because there are many books that they say okay it was written at this date, but there is so much evidence for the contrary. Let's just say the book of Daniel, for example. Wikipedia says it was written about 160 BC. But we have a problem because the entire Old Testament, known as the Tanakh, was transcribed from Hebrew into Greek starting at 285 BC. Okay, where are you going with this, dude? He's talking about the evidence. What what would would change my evidence? Sorry. Yeah, I'm... I'm not talk, I'm I'm not trying to get into like granular specifics like this. No, okay. I'm well, just, just saying just like, evidence. Like what kind what level what of, kind evidence, of what evidence what kind of evidence would convince you it, it, if the Bible wasn't written by the just specifically the people that it says it was written by. That would but, change my opinion a lot. But like what evidence would what would the evidence what would be convincing evidence to convince you of that? You see what I'm saying? Well, like you're you're rejecting what they're saying now based on whatever evidence they have, right? Well, I'm saying their conclusions are non-evidentially based. So I'm saying, like, if there is enough evidence, then I'll, if there is enough evidence... That actually almost sounds unprovable to me. Like, you can't... You can't prove it was written at a later date. Does that make sense? Like... Well, 
Because I mean, because we do have copies of it before 168 BC or whatever it was, 160 BC. So that's just that's just it's fallacious. I mean, it's Wikipedia. Granted, it's Wikipedia. So I mean, that's that's not like, like a re- reputable like one, source. I I guess I just don't understand like what evidence would look like as far as like that doesn't seem very convincing to me of like the date being wrong as something that would disprove it or that you would take as disproving it. Does that make sense? Well, why the reason why it would specifically the book of Daniel we're talking about, because Daniel speaks about all these things that happen between when it was written. Uh, I think I'm just going to put out, I think it's like 350 to 400 prophecy that's within Daniel about stuff in the future. Is it takes place between his time and when Jesus is born. So if if it was written at a later date, then I would say you're right. This is just a record of history. It's not prophecy. And in Isaiah, he but makes like, it very clear that, that God says that my what I'm, my what proof, I'm saying is that there's no level of evidence that we could submit to you to to have you convinced that it was all written at a later date. There's no, there's no silver bullet that would convince you of that. Only because there's already evidence that it was written at a later date. Like if we're specifically at talking about date. at an earlier date, sorry, yeah, at an earlier date. So you'd but, have to refute that, right? Refute yeah, that you would evidence. have to refute refute the evidence that's already out there, essentially. But I'm I'm okay with that. Like I I do not care if. What well let's okay, let's take a different tack and go back to kind of the original question. How how could you ever see Richard Dawkins being convinced that there is a God? Like while he's here on Earth. I mean that's a good question too. I mean, his belief is pretty strong in in what he believes. Um, Do you think an angel appearing to him and telling him God exists would convince him that that is right? It might. It happened to some people. It happened Maybe. to Muhammad. It depends. <laughs> yeah, it might not, right? You'd have to be left with like he might, physical scarring on he his He might body. say that it was like a psychological yeah. issue. Or That's why I mean. Like, there aliens. would have to be some physical exactly. change or something. Because if there wasn't, then he, he would just say, like, I just That's, dreamed that. Even right? if there was a physical change, it might not. That's exactly why I go. Maybe I did that to myself. To, to pro- like, literally, I, I'm, I'm very particular about prophecy. First off, because the Bible claims that it has a monopoly on it. Like it says that we, it is the only one that can be accurate 100% of the time. Man, you read prophecy. the Bible a very different way than I have ever read the Bible. <laughs> I do. I, and, it's, and it's interesting that, that people completely miss this huge section of the Bible, which is prophecy. But like I said, like, let's just say a third of it and it's prophecy and nobody reads it for that. The, the Bible has plenty of other stuff in it as well, but I'm, I'm saying it's, its claim is that it has a monopoly on prophecy. And if that claim is false, then the whole thing is false. And so Nostradamus is part of the Bible now. Check. He's, he's wrong so much of the time. <laughs> but he's right so much of the time. He got, no, no, no. Close. I'm saying, and it says if you're part wrong the once, time. then that's it. Like if it's ever wrong once, it's not correct. So that's it then. It'd have to be wrong about something. Yeah. But that's that's unfalsifiable. Like that's the proving the Loch Ness monster doesn't exist. It depends because on how specific written. the prophecy is, right? Yeah, but they can always be interpreted to fit the facts. Like 
They can always be back interpreted. Well, that's and they because also the interpretation doesn't ever look like what it actually is. That's because people read the Bible allegorically. When you read the Bible a lot more straightforward, it makes a lot more sense. And, and but but you are correct on one issue, because not that's every right. prophecy has come true. A lot How of them. How do we get on prophecy? Again? A lot of them are for I because you asked, don't you asked what evidence you would need, and he yeah, was saying evidence. that a big, big part of the reason oh, he right. in the he Bible switched is it from believing in God to believing in the Bible. Which, but yeah. if the Bible, bre- I assume if the Bible breaks down, then like belief in God breaks down. The God of the Bible, at least the God of the Bible. Yeah, and and I make that very very particularly different. Uh, the God of the Bible is different than the God of Muhammad, which is different than sure Krishna and all that. They're they're, they're different gods. I don't like to believe that. God is just this one person that everybody believes in. Well, they all they all disagree to some degree about right the nature of God. Exactly, they all disagree. So how are they all the same? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it has well, to be. Go ahead. I don't remember. I mean, I was just going to change the subject and get back because Josh looks rather bored. I'm so just yeah. That's fine. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. I get the same look from people in church. So. <laughs> I just want to give you like a church podcast, like a like let you just. I want to help you make a podcast where you can talk about all this, like all the church stuff you want to talk about. Not church stuff, all the like Christian based stuff. That's funny because you told me you didn't want to do a podcast like that. I don't want to do it on this podcast. He doesn't no, want I mean, to make funny. this podcast about that. No, no, but 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 under the under the brand of yeah, Black no, I don't care anymore. Like, okay, it's, it's fine if you want to do that. Just because I feel like every week we give you spir- an outlet. Yeah, well, not, it's not just you though. Like every what are you week, about? we haven't what, talked about this stuff in weeks now. The last four podcasts, we've at some point referenced like, like it's just it's gone into like, yeah. Me and Andrew if actually it, randomly got okay. It, I mean, it's I not just it's one, not just you. Like, and it's I mean honestly, and it if makes it's part of what you believe. It makes sense. Wrong this with no, no, no. About it. There's not. But like, as all of us grew up like heavily Christian, like that's our worldview, and a lot of everything filters through that. Um, but I feel like every week we just kind of like we go very niche like pretty hard yeah. towards the end and it's and I'm trying to make this a universal podcast you know what I mean I'm not trying to say like you universalist you, oh my god <laughs> I'm not trying to say like <laughs> we're wrong for for doing that but I'm trying to like this particular show I want it to be appealing to a broad audience and I feel like we lots of time nosedive heavy into like an area where we're just going to lose tons of people okay not because of well because of the subject matter because they just don't either care about it or know about it and mm-hmm. it's just not interesting to people who don't know about it. Well, I'm going to give credence to Bill Nye on this one because the Kinham Bill Nye debate, guess what Bill Nye said? What did he say? The evidence would make him change his mind, which is the correct answer. But, I think everything should be evidence-based. But if that's the answer, that, that's just such a meaningless answer. Like, mm. what evidence? You Like, you have to tell me what evidence is going to convince you. And I think a lot of people, I don't think Ken Ham had the evidence at hand. Like, he was not able to make a convincing well, argument because he was arguing through vagary. I don't think that there are, like, there is no metaphysical evidence one way or the other. Well, metaphysical, you, you can't have metaphysical evidence because well, it's not physical. <laughs> I mean... The only evidence you can have is historical evidence. But historical evidence gets you nowhere, I don't think. So imagine that you are... what? This is a good question. What would make you believe in God? What if a voice shouted at you from heaven and you literally heard it with your ear that said, Seth, this is God. What would so, I would have to look at if there's a history of mental illness in my family. Like, right. So a lot of people would, would wonder back, okay, I have mental issues. Or maybe it was just the reverberation uh, off of the atmosphere back down to me that just happened to sound like God. 
So that that's the question of what what would make people believe in God anyways? It's such a ridiculous this is, concept. Well, yeah, this is exactly getting back to the you can't prove the Loch Ness monster doesn't exist argument. It's like there are no evidentiary standards that are con- mm-hmm. that will convince one way or another. Like, so proving that God doesn't exist is not a scientific line of inquiry. Yeah. At least as we currently understand science. What's, I guess what scientists maybe could hope to do is to prove that there wouldn't have to be a God. Well, that that's their best but I bet. Think, yeah. I think that's their best bet. But like to prove that there isn't a God isn't a science. It's not a scientific question. That that's correct. And and what that gets into is scientism, which is <laughs> really the belief that science can answer all questions. Which is it's just nonsense because we already know that. Science is very good at answering how. It can never answer why. It just can't. It's well, not wasn't part that the of whole the point of philosophy process. in the first place was to answer the why while science answers the how. Which came first, philosophy or science? <laughs> That's a good. Well, you make the argument that that philosophy and religion came about as a way of answering the why behind, while science was. I think there they to answer arose the how. a big part of the how too. Science came much later, by the way. Yes, I mean science. I mean technically started maybe you could say with the uh, the Renaissance, the yeah. uh, Enlightenment, the the what's it called? Something revolution, scientific revolution, industrial. That's later. Maybe it's not something revolution. Anyways, yeah, the Dance the, the Enlightenment period in the fifteen hundreds, which is very interesting. It really started with the printing press. The printing press had a huge impact on science at that time because people were able to get knowledge a lot faster. Well, yeah, books became not a non-commodity. Yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't held by a specific few. Yeah. And I said actually, that weird, sorry. Science it, it's very fascinating Guten, to Gutenberg? me. Gutenberg? Is that the printing Gutenberg. press? Gutenberg. Even a lot of people say that the Chinese had a printing press before Gutenberg. Interesting. Uh, and I don't know a lot about that, but I do find it interesting. Uh the science is very fascinating to me because it's become, I mean, today you can see that science is more of an atheist endeavor, although there, there are still tons of, you know, religious people in science. It was founded, like our modern scientific method was founded by Sir Francis Bacon. He, he's known as like the father. He came up with this scientific method. And, but at the time, all those people, it was a European type uh, endeavor. It was founded by a, Christian understanding. Now you can argue that, you know, you obviously you don't have to be a Christian to be a scientist, but it was the fact that they believed that the God is a God of order. So right. therefore so there are rules that are discoverable about the universe. Exactly. So, so it was that understanding of the universe that allowed us to get away from, well, you know, personalities control the weather or control right. whatever. And so that's, uh, it's interesting. Interesting. Did we have another subject? Why are you looking at me? Because you're not talking and you talk a lot. I have nothing to contribute. That's an understatement. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Josh is great. My balls have been busted. Josh is great. Um, Yeah, we... What was the other subject? We had... That was... I mean, we didn't really... Space time. Fake people. Deep fakes. Oh, uh, the AI that beat Go. Or no, that beat the other AIs. That was the last subject. One last... Just the last, very last thing about time mm-hmm. and space. Time. So all of this stuff, like like I said, like there are different parts of the universe that are different ages just because of how time works. 
not enough time has passed in uh, outer space in between galaxies than there has on the Earth because of the absence of gravity. So how can we know with any type of clarity the age of the universe if time is different everywhere? I mean, perhaps there are parts that are 14 billion years old, and perhaps there are parts that are 6,000 years old. Have you guys ever looked at the gravitational map of the Earth? No. No? no. Dude, it's rad. I'll put it in the description also. Is it also. not linear? Is, is it not uh, symmetrical? No. No, I, I think I understand what you're saying. No. So gravity there, is different. In different gravity's different in different places around the world. Oh, because you of know. the density of the Earth. Yes, I think. I think yes. that's why. But here's yes. the here's the actual map. So over I think if I remember right, I think red is more yeah, according to the scale. Red is more dense or more gravity. Heavier. Heavier, thank you. So there are places where to if like according to this, no. if the if the if the time gravity correlation stands um true, then there'll be places on Earth where time moves faster or slower. Well, yeah, yeah. I definitely. mean, like, minutely to the point you're not yeah. going to notice. But still, it does. Yeah, we, we said That's that about... That's what you're talking about with Denver. Yeah, no, with the atomic clock. We right. talked about it with the elevation, but I have This heard, seems to be an elevation, but I can't really tell. Uh, I'm looking for the Himalayas. Yep. I figured the Himalayas... No, no, no. Wait. I'm bad with colors, so somebody's going <laughs> to... Oh, yeah, it's like in <laughs> the, red and so green. So the big, the black, uh, the big dark spot is blue. So that's the low or like uh, lower gravity, and the, the okay. Somebody tell me the Himalayas versus Oklahoma. Okay, so the Himalayas. Oops, I just took it from me. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Tell them. I don't know. I can't figure anything out. <laughs> okay, let me look at it. Europe uh, looks pretty dude, red. Southeast Asia or up there by like Iceland and Himalayas look pretty normal. Chase heavy. Okay, because the Himalayas are kind of like just <laughs> heavy is reliable. I was thinking since there was such a density of mountains. It's weird that you're also really heavy. Like No, honestly, the, the lightest and heaviest places are... The heaviest is over just east of Greenland, kind of out in the middle of the Atlantic. Okay. Yeah. And then the lightest is um, sort of over there by... Lowest, I guess, the not lightest. Indian Ocean. Indian Ocean, the very bottom tip of the Indian Peninsula. Is that where... Where's the Marianas Trench? Is that... Pacific, between the Pacific, Pacific Ocean, like right in the middle, I think. Yeah, I think it goes okay. straight down the straight down the center, right? I think so. I think. Okay. Neat. I wonder it must have to do with the magma is more important than the crust of the earth then. Cuz I I mean, I don't really know because it, it has to do with the different densities of the earth in different places. That's that's what could change it because it changes the gravitational effect. If there's more mass, oh no, you're going to be affected. What what happened? The Mariana the Mariana Trench is like way farther farther west. It's over there. Or I east. thought it was close to the Indian Ocean. It's, I mean, yeah, it's like right there by the Philippines and Japan. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's closer to the the east than it is the west. Yeah. Gotcha. So, okay. anyway, gravity looks like it is relatively stable over there. Huh. Stable. Hey, speaking of stable, the well, Himalayas, green. green, super green. I had heard somebody talk about how, you know, the, the extinction of the dinosaurs, there was supposed to be a giant asteroid that hit the Earth, probably, you know, around the Yucatan Peninsula. Yeah, yeah. This guy, <clears throat> excuse me, I mean, he's he has some type of background in geology, and he, he believes the entire Gulf of Mexico is actually a depression caused by a meteor. Yeah, that's a pretty common theory. But he and he took it a little bit further. Okay, he said that the angle of the impact, according to what he was able to see, I have no idea 
I've, I can't prove he's right or wrong on this. Okay. But the angle of the impact would have caused the Himalayan mountains or at least exacerbated their height. Mm. And I thought that was really interesting. That Well, I mean, if you think about, you know, it's, it's hundreds of miles across and the shock wave into the magma may or may not have shot all the way through the into the other side. But don't we have geological evidence that the Himalayans took place over a certain period of time? Like we know when well, they, I, when I they think, grew and I think we know that the uh, Indian continental plate is ramming into the that Asian yeah, continental Asian plate. plate. I don't I don't know if those are the correct terms. That's so, not at all, but yeah. yeah that's, but you know which location I'm talking about. I know where you mean. But he said, like I said, like he thinks they were exacerbated by this, and that's why they have become so great. And, and it, I thought it was an interesting theory. I have no idea if it's true or not, but it sounds fun. It does sound fun. I don't know if I believe it, but it does sound fun. Hmm. But it's just terrifying that there could be a meteor that could create the size of the Gulf of Mexico. Gap yeah. some large meteors. But we're, yeah. pretty, we're pretty good at predicting where the big meteors are. We're that, really, that size, we we're can really bad at predicting the city-sized destroyers. Like Those are, those are what should scare you more than like a world-destroying meteor. I mean, the, the good news is that most of the Earth is actually sparsely populated. Mm-hmm. So uh, if it hit, you know, kind of the middle of the U.S., the impact would be not so bad. Like, we would go on just <laughs> fine. I mean, it would be very well, tragic. Well, Oklahoma, it might suck to be in Oklahoma Who gives a crap time. about Nebraska? They you know? call us flyover states anyways. Jerks. <laughs> I hate those guys. Man, Joe Rogan I makes still don't me so die. mad when he talks about us as flyover states. Yeah, he's talked positive about lots of states in the center. I mean, we made parking meters. You love those things. Hey, Oklahoma invented the electric guitar. Did we do the electric guitar? Yeah, dude. Well, the guy, someone from Oklahoma did. <laughs> That's what they say. It's great so to I'm be taking from, credit. <laughs> from Oklahoma, but everybody <laughs> yeah. moves away. It's a great place to raise a family is what everybody says. And then to get a job, you got to go elsewhere. Hmm. Let's become famous. Sounds right. There's a lot of famous people from Oklahoma. That's true. <laughs> but they didn't stay here. A lot of country stars did. Yeah. Kristen Chenoweth is here still. A lot of country stars still own homes here. <laughs> I was about to yeah, say, like, own, I don't know if you could home. say <laughs> Kristen Chenoweth is still here. She, like, kind of is sometimes. She has courtside thunder, thunder thieves. Thunder thieves? Thunder thieves. Courtside thunder thieves. But she's not here all the time. Like, no, because she's working. Know. Right. And to work, but she like, has to she, leave and Oklahoma. And where does she work? But she lives not here, not here when she can. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. That's, a, that's like a nebulous thing. How do you define that? Like, how do you define where someone resides? Is it where they are or where they choose to be? I pretty squarely reside Deep. in Oklahoma City. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's not hard to define. Yeah, for like 90% of humanity, it's like very easy to define. <laughs> That's but a fair on, but point. But on your American taxes, you have to define what your home is, your primary home. See, that's what I'm saying. Like Primary residence. Primary residence. Earth. Yeah. Honestly, though, if I was a celebrity, if I had the money, I would have a home in like the cheapest tax city. Yeah, almost all of them do. It's yeah. called... Florida. It's called, it's called Is it Florida? Florida? Florida and Texas have no income tax. I was going to say, I thought tax it might be right? Texas, but they have lots of property I know this property because taxes. of uh, NBA salary cap nerdery. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Property taxes only in uh, Florida and Texas. I love basketball. Okay. Um, do you guys have anything else Do you want to talk about? Because I'm going to say. Man, do you, uh, my, my wife uh, worked at a clinic that helped the underprivileged population or people that were in a bind at the current moment. And uh, she had to take a a lot of classes and education 
for sliding scale? No, uh, I mean, I was specifically talking about um, sex trafficking. Oh, and yeah. To know the signs of these things. And mm-hmm. uh, I, mean, I think I kind of knew this um, subconsciously, but the, she posted an article that most child sexual abuse mm-hmm. comes from an older child. Yeah, almost it, like 90%. Yeah, What's weird is I was talking with my wife about this today. Like, I was completely unaware of that as well. Like, I, that's not something I ever would have thought, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's 90%. I shouldn't say that. I it's think, but it's, it is a large percentage. It's at least half. They, they said it's like the majority. Yeah. At least the majority of them come from uh, an older child. Not necessarily 90. a sibling, but like if you if you stay the night at somebody's house and they have, yeah. and they have an older sibling, then right. they might be the ones. Almost 100% comes from someone you know. That's what's. That's yeah, what's very really little crazy. of it is stranger. The vast majority like, of murders stranger. are like from somebody you know. That's also right, true, yeah. Right. You also hear a lot about how like people peop, so Oklahoma does have one of the highest sex trafficking rates in the country, but it's not can because we, Can we define it real quick? Cuz I'm not sure. Trafficking? Yeah. Someone profiting off of the exploitation of another person's It could be slavery. It doesn't have to be sex trafficking. Okay, so like just trafficking just in like general the is, typical like pimp situation or whatever, that's a human that's human trafficking. Yeah, but it's usually not that sophisticated. So that that is human trafficking. That's like, but that's the most. That's not the most common. There are lots of people that come from other countries who What's are more kind common? of forced into labor by right. other uh, people from that country. But they they're like actually citizens, but they take advantage of these uh, underprivileged people from their same country that come over here and they force them into like sweatshop type work. Sure. Yeah. In the United so, States, it's it's kind of you think that crazy. doesn't happen. So if the yeah, I'm interested in like what Seth was asking about. Like going back to the pimp thing, you said that wasn't very common. Like that setup where you see like in like a movie where it's like where it's like he just has yeah right like, like a stereotypical yeah, what's, right. What's the most common? The most common is someone gets like a family member addicted to drugs and then just sells them to like random people. Wow, like that's the the most common. I there knew. is the pimp situation does happen. Um, and for instance, like I worked with a person one time who was kidnapped from a library because they met someone online and that person groomed them for a while. This was a a young lady, um, a minor. Um, They groomed her for a while, talked her into meeting up with them. She thought that they were another 13 year old. Um, She met up with them. They kidnapped her, got her addicted to heroin and then started selling her along with like three other girls. Um, She got a hold of a cell phone somehow one day and called for help. Um, her parents called the police, police showed up, save her. She's rescued. Cool. Um, a guy from that same group that was being trafficked contacts her and says, Hey, you know, we were both being trafficked together. I got out when you got out. Um, can we meet up? I really want to talk. Oh, okay. I have, I don't have anybody to talk to about all this stuff. Nobody understands it. He was, he was also he pulled her right back. Uh, he was one of them. He was a plant that they put in there to like get, become friends with the kids that were in there. That way, if they ran, they could get them back. And that the pimp situation is more sophisticated than that. That's not very sophisticated. That's just it's just that's a group of, it was a group of meth heads. I I did I was I seventeen. Guess that does, it does sound pretty sophisticated. I was, I was seventeen but. or eighteen, and I I did know somebody. They were like a couple, and one of them would essentially go have sex with the person so they could get some. So they would score some drugs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't think that other guy was pimping her out because she wanted to do it herself. Like, they were kind of in it together. 
God knows what he did to oh, yeah. score. So Backpage is they the They also thing. generally like groom people to where they either think they want to do it or does that make sense like it's it's almost their own volition they, they manipulate right. them to they point. manipulate them to well think addic- it's their idea addiction's a crazy crazy no, thing I, and it can I, make people I completely do agree horrible things yes yes addiction or being addicted and not mm-hmm. having those chemicals in your system is just pain like i would just call it pain mm-hmm. and you'll do anything to get out of pain yeah it's yeah. yeah that's the human's natural state is to avoid it um, but I, I do think it's interesting that people, for some reason, think that Oklahoma has the highest trafficking rate because of the roads, like because we're at the crossroads, and it has nothing to do with that. We just, for some reason, have a higher rate. Oh, okay. See, I always heard that it starts in Houston. A lot of it starts in Houston, and then they do come up I-35. It's a real thing. There, There is like a mobile like coyote network that moves people around the country, mm-hmm. but that's not the majority of what trafficking is. Trafficking typically is like someone... It could... They don't have is to be transported. Is it because we have so many meth heads right. is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, really, it is. Oklahoma like has a lot of meth heads. We have a high population yeah, have of people high... addicted to opioids and like heroin and I mean, meth. I heard that one in five people have an opioid problem. In bet, Oklahoma? In Oklahoma. Dude, there's an OSBI guy who I've talked to a couple times. Uh, he's talked to my kids at, at work. Well, not, not at this job, my last job. I need to get him to like just come up here and like do our podcast and just we could just do a question and answer about trafficking in general because okay. people need to know about that I mean, yeah yes. i'd be down for that that Dude, sounds I'm, like a great i'm pretty ignorant of it i learned quite a bit just yeah. now yeah same one in five though you said so there are four of us and then a fifth host other seth missing so which which one of us is the opiate josh most definitely <laughs> sure no i mean you could just include me it'd be me I mean, I, I've I've had problems before. I mean, is I don't I don't know if that technically includes it or if it has to be current. Yeah, I don't think question. it has to be current. Yeah, that'd be another interesting just statistic. Is like what percentage of people maybe in Oklahoma will have an issue with opioids at some point in their lives? Not who currently do, but what percentage will at some point along that continuum? Man, they said that like in but high that school, probably pretty like crazy. Those who will try an illicit substance is like eighty percent. Like I mean, that includes alcohol. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and marijuana. Sucks. Alcohol like, and marijuana are the two biggest ones. But, but still, eighty percent. Right I mean, that's that's pretty damn high. I mean, I just know that when I was in high school, I had a I knew a group of friends who would. I got invited to a party one time, and I didn't go because they told me what they were going to do. And they were like, "So my mom's out of town. I raided her pill closet. We're just going to try everything." And I was oh like, "Oh my god, that sounds like a real bad idea." No, thank you. You know what the worst thing ever is? What serotonin syndrome. Oh my God! Serotonin syndrome. What do you? What is that? Okay, so I know what serotonin is, and I know what a syndrome is, but I don't know the two. So, I had yeah, I have back pain, uh-huh. and I I had gone to a a doctor who said that well, this could be psychological, and I tried to convince him it wasn't because it's not. Mm-hmm. And I have proof that it's not. But anyways, he's like, well, <laughs> this is a proven pain treatment, and he gave me some type of. Uh, what is that called? Uh, serotonin reuptake inhibitor, SRI. Uh-huh. And so I took those, and uh, it it was awful. Like, mm-hmm. like I had way too much serotonin in my system. I felt like every minute was an eternity, and your whole body is just in pain. Like, 
I, I, it sounds like, like I, the exact opposite of what he was trying to accomplish. It's it's weird. Serotonin is supposed to be the happy chemical, right? But at, at high, is it like I, an overdose of it? Yes, almost? yeah. To, because I, I didn't need it. Gotcha. Oh, okay. And uh, also, you don't take opioids with it. And I had pain pills. Because I'd gone to the doctor for back problems. Oh, so you did mix them and you weren't supposed to? Yeah, do not do that. I'm telling you, please, anybody listening, don't ever do that. That is literally the worst pain I've ever felt. I went to the ER uh, at like four in the morning because I was like, Sam, I, I can't do this. Like, I feel like I don't, I just, I just want to die right now. It just is awful. And so it took me in. They, they gave me like, like a monstro- monstrous dose of Benadryl just to sedate me. And that was great because it just, anything to take that away. Like that was, mm-hmm. honestly, I, I was like, if I could just break a bone, I would, I would switch it for this. Because that would be at least one instant and it'd be over for the most part. Hmm. But it was just like, oh, somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. Do not mix your depression pills with opioids because the opioids produce serotonin and the SRIs make sure that the serotonin doesn't get uh, uptook. <laughs> yes, <laughs> digested. We'll just call it digested. <laughs> Distributed and, throughout your, yeah. Right, right. So, Good, good God. No, and this wasn't like, I wasn't trying to get high. It was just happened to mm. be a bad mixture. I accidentally got high one time off of a mixture of various allergy medicines that are not supposed to be mixed. I did that. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. It's like they, allergy medication kind of makes you loopy anyways. Yeah. So you're like, oh, my nose is, I can't breathe. I, and you forget you had already taken some stuff. Oh, no, I knew I'd already taken stuff, oh. but nothing was working because it was like cedar and pollen were just crazy <laughs> high. And I was like, I guess I'll just take something else until I find something that works. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of. And yeah. then, like, I had pinprick, eye, uh, pinprick pupils. And I, <laughs> and I was just like, I was seeing crab monsters and like, I, like everything was moving. And I was like, Whew. oh, I am tripping. I was so scared. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't quite like that. It was bad. <laughs> I was hallucinating very hard. Yeah. I did. I definitely felt like I was kind of floating. I took like, some Benadryl and some Diamond Tap and maybe some Sudafed. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, Dad, I, I completely forgot about all I took all this stuff. I was like, but I feel great right now. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like I'm floating. He just goes, float away, son. Float, float away. <laughs> I guess he wanted me to leave him. <laughs> I'm going to, we're going to end it, guys. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, but I think we should talk more about this. Uh, Glad we got all that figured out. I, I'm pretty excited to learn more about that because I have kids and I want to know what to look for yeah I'll see if I can get a hold of them Um, because that's a that's a good thing that we could all benefit from learning I think yeah and listeners so listeners uh, thank you for tuning in this week Uh, please do us a favor go over to iTunes or the play music app with Google and leave us a five-star review that helps us aggregate better and five stars yeah leave us a review too what you think of the show what you like to see more of what you like to see less of and talk about how my brother hasn't been on the podcast in four weeks and that's been it's just been better we have a better set it's just we have a better set he has been replaced (laughs) so please just go on go on itunes and talk about that so we'll see you next week thanks guys